0: Jesus Christ, Dark, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini sewed Hi, it's
1: Frida. <sighs> and it's Abby, and welcome to 2021. We've made it through so far, but if anything is going to top the last year, it is definitely going to be an alien invasion. So, before we panic and start drawing straws for a leader of the welcoming party, let's take a trip through some comedy favourites with our mini-series, Act! It's an alien. We are on episode two of four and this week we get to talk about the seventh greatest Star Trek movie ever made. It's Galaxy Quest. (laughs) I'm so That's a good one. Oh, can I just say I didn't mean to have two parody movies in a row, but here we are. (laughs) Oopsies.
0: It's so not a genre that I would have gotten into ever. Right. Um, if not for this miniseries. yeah, And I'm having so much fun, I have to say. I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> and I'm also starting to understand why casting Sam Rockwell in Moon was so, such a big deal. Right. I now get uh, it. Uh, how do you mean? Because... Because he's such a silly, wacky character. He's always playing these wacky people. And he comes up again in a movie we're doing in a couple of, couple of the end of the series, Hitchhiker's Guide. And and I'm like, after watching these movies, I'm like, yeah, it's nuts that they cast Sam Rockwell in Moon.
1: That's so true, actually. Because like between, not even just these, but then we've also, you've got like Iron Man 2, you've got um, uh, Charlie's Angels, yeah he's, oh he's just one of silly wacky
0: great. trashy yeah and then they put him as sam bell and it works i also yeah i
1: i wasn't when i was picking the movies for this mini series i wasn't really i was just thinking about what old school like alien comedy movie well like what ones do i love what do i just think are just like such great oh my god silly alien movies and it yeah. was only like after the fact that i was like oh sam rockwell's in both of them <laughs>
0: yeah i was not thinking about this so was alan rickman yeah yes. yeah <laughs> it's so funny he's like second coming from the well it's pretty meta actually so yeah. we'll, we'll, i'll save the comments about okay. <laughs> about him for later
1: all right well let's do i'll do that little summary and then we'll talk a little bit more about the movie um so, yep. so galaxy quest Last week we learned what happens when Martians come knocking and this week we're going to learn what happens when Star Trek gets real. The cast of the popular 70s TV show Galaxy Quest are on the convention circuit but tensions are pretty high and while they do have devoted fans ready to quote back every single line from every single episode (laughs) it just isn't quite the future they had expected. So... Maybe it's a good thing that some super innocent little alien guys have gotten a tad confused about what earthly sci-fi is. The definitely not a space crew end up on the definitely a real spaceship protector. And with the doting eyes of defenceless fans, get ready for the performances of their lives. Freda. So you, ha- I think you had not seen this before, right?
0: Oh, no way. <gasps> That's true. Because you hadn't
1: seen Mars Attacks before either. No. Oh, this is so much fun. I love it.
0: Yeah. I just, I never was into like wacky parody comedies. I never thought, I never just, I never even crossed my mind to go to see them. So have you become a questarian? (laughs) I think so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like so funny watching people just clown around on film. Yeah. You know, it just makes you laugh and it makes you happy. And it's just, why not?
1: yeah it's such a it's a funny one i think galaxy quest because it's got a little bit of a slow start so if you hadn't seen it before and you at the very beginning it's a little bit kind of like it's so wacky that it just seems like it's really stupid but then like Mm -hmm. as soon as especially as soon as they get on the ship itself it just then it's just up and running and it's just hilarious every moment for me from then on is just this is just genius absolute genius it's so, so
0: it's so sharp it's very yeah. sharp as well so so many good gags
1: oh uh, that's the thing and it's like even just I I was trying to write down I was like what oh what about the cast should I say and then it was like I can't list out the entire cast No, <laughs> I nearly did so I do I mean Sigourney Weaver of God we've already said Alan Rickman and Sam Rockwell Sigourney Weaver um Tony Shaloub.
0: oh my god yes He's and so adorable. He's also a double for our Alien miniseries. <gasps> yes. Next week. He's in next week. Oh,
1: yes, he is. Oh, my God. Amazing. I love it. And yeah. uh, we have to give a special mention, though, to Enrico um, Colantoni. Historical documents. I can't say it. There's no way I can ever say it the way he says it. <laughs>
0: Historical documents. <laughs> it's a little bit like um, me and my sister had, well, we had a lot of kids and we were bored and we had a fake language. We had like a fake voice. It, we called it backwards right. talking. And it's like <laughs> instead of breathing out when you talk, you sort of breathe in, you go, oh, I'm, oh. Not <laughs> I'm not backwards. I'm not. You wasn't serious. And it just sort of reminded me of that. <laughs> That's it's incredible. like kind of sounds like the same kind of talking that someone invents as a child out of boredom. Yeah historical documents it's just like breathing without it's talking without taking a breath that's all
1: So good (laughs) you do you recreate these voices very well when we do
0: i had so much time as a child to practice (laughs) (laughs) um
1: yeah. Right, let's get into some questions then, because uh, okay. I, I feel like I feel like we both maybe might have a couple of points for each question. So let's just yep. start. Okay, so first things first, of course, who is your favorite alien or aliens?
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> it's first it's like the entire race, the Thermian race, and of course the four <laughs> main ones. Like, but I guess I'm going to give it to, um. <laughs> Um, Mathasa? I don't know the leader. The oh, leader, yeah. the dis- the one that you just mentioned. Yeah, the disillusioned leader is just so sad. He's so disillusioned And the middle, and he's so. I just thought he was so positive, and yeah. they were all so positive. It was lovely. How about <laughs> you? <laughs> I went. I went another direction. Oh, <laughs> I knew you would. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I just went with the. <laughs> cute little aliens that eat their friend <laughs> they what go, was when that when they look, well, they're looking for the beryllium spheres on the planet and there's the little aliens that
0: look like the little children they're like they look like the little like children from harry
1: potter <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh no they're helping their friend it's okay <laughs> <And> it's like, <laughs> and then the teeth come out and the little the look in their eyes
0: <laughs> you and you know it's gonna happen, but it sort of goes on. You're like, oh, they're definitely bad, and then you're like, no, they might be cute actually. Oh no, yeah. no, no yeah. <laughs> How about <laughs> that rock? Very bad. Hilarious that rock, whatever the hell that was. Oh, the rock monster. Oh yeah, the rock no, monster.
1: They, do you know what I love about that scene? I love about there's that moment, and it's with um, it's Tony Schloop's character who I cannot remember um, and the girl. I'm sorry, I'm, I didn't write down the names. Of um, and I can't remember their names, but they're at the end when they're on the ship, and then they um they drop the rock monster down on the bad guys, and the two of them yeah, watching yeah. on the monitor, and it's like they're just like, aww just, have a just and, oh, they start kissing. That. Yeah, was amazing. That was
0: amazing. It's, that was amazing. That it's like they just baked a pretty
1: cake, and they're like, look how pretty the cake is.
0: <laughs> watching like the complete
1: massacre. It's great. um yeah. Okay, so let's then move into uh funniest moment, which I- <laughs>
0: I'm just hard like, to sorry, pick one. I'm
1: giddy already. I know. I've got two. <laughs> How many do you have?
0: um Do you know? It's like I picked one when it happened. I was like, this has to be the funniest moment. And then as the movie went on, I was like, oh, oh, what about <laughs> maybe that? Maybe that. So I'll go. The first one I did, which is so funny. Is when the ship exits when they're all mine. the aliens are <laughs> waiting for the ship and this this sort of it's like squeaking <laughs> s- squeaking out yeah it's hilarious Those too
1: yeah that's I wrote that down as my first one so it's like it's just it's the it's everything about that scene so it's <laughs> Nesmith and Tommy and it's Tommy I'm glad I ain't the commander and then Nesmith Laredo take us out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. like, what? And then like that realization he's like, They built it according to what you did on the show. He's like, Okay, cool. And then it's like it's going out and you're like, he's doing it, he's doing it, he's doing it. And then everyone starts to tilt slightly to the side because they they see the ship is tilting towards the side. And then it just hits and there's like the squeak. And there's just everyone's facial expressions. I, I felt like as you're watching that scene, you do that facial expression and you lean with them in that kind of
0: like. <laughs> I know. And, and just sort of like you grimacing just and. Feel it. <laughs> I wrote a couple of other it. ones. Yeah, I did a couple other ones. Um, I'm not doing it. This episode was badly written. Yeah. Whoever wrote this stuff should die. <laughs> the
1: clampers
0: the clappers or
1: the chompers? sorry the chompers scene chompers are they good yeah
0: why are they on the
1: ship why are they even here what is the point of them this makes no (laughs) sense
0: (laughs) (laughs) and right before that it's like they're going through ducks and she's like ducks why is it always ducks
1: oh wait i have a coffee delivery because my boyfriend's lovely
0: oh that's exciting thank you we're laughing about the chompers Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Oh, oh, the pup came with him.
1: <laughs> oh, Lolly. Sorry, my love.
0: <laughs> her name's Lolly, not Daisy. Yeah, Lolly, yeah. I, I made it up last episode. Yeah, I just called it Daisy. It. <laughs> it's fine.
1: We can call her Daisy. You. We'll call the next pup Daisy. Um, right. Okay. Funny, funny bits. Uh, did you have another one? I've got, I've got one that I, I wrote down as my first funny bit. And then changed it. But it's just a single, simple, single line.
0: Yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
1: when they land on the planet, where they're looking for the beryllium spheres, they land on yeah. the planet and they go to open the ship and it's Sam Rockwell. Don't open that. It's an alien planet. Is there air? You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It just made me laugh so much because it was like it's so true. These are I know. things that are always ignored in alien movies, where it's like, how are you just able to open that? You don't know what's out there. He was like the little. Speaking voice of, of Sam logic. Rockwell, yeah, go on. I did
0: write another one. Okay. I did, I did write another one. Okay, you know how he's just well, it's a two parter because he's so depressed about the fact that he is going to be killed off. Oh, yeah. he's a red shirt because <laughs> he's shirt. A, red shirt. a red shirt. So. Just when he is like completely having a breakdown about the fact that he has no last name and Alan Rickman says, are we there yet? But that's not the thing. It's that Tony Shalhoub comes up to him and says, maybe you're the plucky comedy relief. Did you ever think about that? And he's like, ah, actually just everything he says. Yeah, so good. Those are my funniest parts.
1: Oh, he was fantastic.
0: Yeah, He's brought me so much joy. Definitely.
1: But since since we're a science podcast, I thought maybe let's have a science question in there. So moving on from funny parts to <laughs> <laughs> what is the most accurate scientific moment? Do you think for you was there any?
0: We need to separate, or else we'll die is My part, and then I had to break away from the big ship to enter Earth's atmosphere is scientifically accurate because the bigger an object is, the more drag it creates atmospheric drag Yay. and the more it can heat, leading to overheating. And if it's a smaller object, well, I guess you sort of have to calculate these things more exactly, but you might not uh, create enough velocity and atmospheric drag to endanger the people oh, inside. Okay. Due to overheating, I think.
1: I believe you. I think it's true. That makes sense. That's
0: my thing. Yeah, I think that makes. That's sense. That's why they have to ha- have a little, uh, a little teeny one when they enter Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. That's all. What was yours?
1: Um, I went somewhere else. <laughs> so. Yep. We talked. You said about them, and I've mentioned them—the brilliant spheres. <laughs> so I'm going to talk yeah. about brilliant spheres here. Because what they're doing is they need it for the quantum flux drive. Now the whole like quantum flux thing or like a quantum drive. It's such a big sci-fi thing for spaceship engines. And if you try to Google quantum flux drive or quantum drive. You'll just get a bunch of fandom explanations for things like Galaxy Quest and the Orville. (laughs) But that's not why I'm bringing it up. Because what I actually want to do is talk about the Brillium Sphere. Now in terms of Galaxy Quest... They say that beryllium is a unique metal that seems to naturally form into spheres. The bivalent nature of beryllium and its transparency to ionizing radiation makes it an ideal quantum resonance substrate. I don't know what any of that means. I probably should know what some of it means, but I don't. So (laughs) in this story, they use it to make the quantum engines to replace rocket engines and spaceships, making it a rare and highly valued metal. And I'm bringing it up because beryllium is a very real and rare chemical element in our universe. It is the only stable light metal with a high melting point, so it's a really good choice for space or nuclear experiments. And it is actually the metal that is used to make the mirrors for the James Webb telescope that's going to be launched, I think. I don't know, I think it was to be launched this year. I don't know if it still is. Um, Not sure. Anyway, who knows these days with the world? But it also makes like gyroscopes and accelerometers and computer parts and other devices for missiles, aircraft and space vehicles. So we can't make a quantum flux drive. But then again, who knows how many years this podcast will float around for. So, hey, they totally maybe made a quantum flux drive. (laughs) But beryllium is a real thing.
0: Yeah, beryllium is a a real thing. (laughs) I I had a feeling that you would you would do beryllium sphere.
1: I was just chuffed that I I was like, there's something real. (laughs) Because Mars Attacks was really hard.
0: (laughs) Hey, I can't believe none of us picked the Omega 13. The Matter uh, Collapser. (laughs) That's weird that none of us picked that as our thing. What, a Matter Collapser? I thought it was a time thing. A Matter Rearranger. A Matter Rearranger? Some people think it's a Matter Collapser. I think it's a matter rearranger, <laughs> which gives thirteen second time jump to the past. That's that's the conversation. So that's know. amazing. It's a matter.
1: It's a matter rearranger.
0: <laughs> Shout out Justin Long.
1: <laughs> oh my god, how did I not mention Justin Long? Oh my god, I'm so sorry, it's Justin. A Long. lot of people. A lot of people uh, in this movie. So good. He's so good. <laughs> There's that conversation that he has with it. No, we'll come back to it. Um, if I remember, we'll come back to it. So let's move on to what is the best misunderstanding, whether an alien misunderstood a human or a human misunderstood an alien?
0: There's only one thing. Yeah. It's a crime not to pick Yet. the thing, which is the thing. Yeah. Which is the whole. You do it. <laughs> Historical documents.
1: (laughs) It had to be. It had to (laughs) be. Of course. It's so perfect.
0: It's so funny. But I guess it's like uh, the 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 it it begs like your how do I say this your creation of this question yeah the 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 existence of the question itself is is in part due to this yeah. Plot? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought so. I think yeah, when, when I was
1: coming up with the questions, I, I
0: watched Galaxy Quest first. Amazing. So what it is, is that they, that the aliens thought that Galaxy Quest was actual documentary or historical documents. It was like mm. recordings of a real crew on a real, yeah, yeah real events was real. yes that was that. Was, that's the misunderstanding that's so that's great the
1: and there's that horrible horrible moment at the end where and the thing is like it doesn't really get to a point where you're thinking the galaxy crest like the actors where you're just like oh screw you guys you dicks they no. genuinely try to help and then that horrible moment where they have that conversation and he admits it's a TV show and lizard man knows what a TV show is and he's just like <laughs>
0: Oh, you fools.
1: <laughs> you thought it yeah.
0: was real. Or <laughs> all, all, all they knew, like how they would sort of digest TV show as being liars and cheaters. It, it was kind of, yeah. it was really sad. That was the only way that they could digest that information is to yeah. Is to have the, the actors be liars, <laughs> which I guess they are. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess they are. Well, no, but on Alan Rickman, um we mentioned before that Alan Rickman, like, himself, he used to do Shakespeare and now is in Galaxy Quest. Yeah. And various other silly movies. And Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, his character. It's so good because that's what his character's doing there. He, it's, it's sort of brilliant.
1: My Alan Rickman thing, and he's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He's... um. You know, Snape, uh, well, he's not Robin Hood, he's once Sheriff Nottingham Die Hans Hard. Gruber. Yeah, he's yeah. so he's always that evil, bad character. But for some reason for me, my entire memory and thought of Alan Rickman is Colonel Brandon sense and sensibility. Always. So I always I, I see his evil characters as something cool that he plays, but I see mm-hmm. him as Colonel Brandon, as the okay. ultimate Love and care for gentle man. I
0: love Aww. it. And well. then love
1: actually breaks my heart every Christmas, and I just want to punch him for it. Because how dare you do
0: that to Emma Thompson? But okay, it's fine. I've never fine. seen it. <gasps> oh my god, I can't talk to you. I know. I should be put down. I should be shot. Watch it. Watch <laughs> it. No. <laughs>
1: watch it. Why not? No. Just, just watch no.
0: it. No. 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 Next.
1: <laughs> I'm going to find a way to pick this fucking movie. I'm going to find a way. You better believe I'm going to find a way. Next is alien device. So what alien device or bit of tech in the movie would you most like to have and what would you use it for?
0: Um, let me get a programmed food synthesizer. <gasps> Oh. And I I would use it that like camping. Oh for example. (laughs) You're so Australian. That's how how I would use it. At icky um festivals, bring my food synthesizer. Amazing. (laughs) It depends if it how much power it needed. But um seems like it runs more on magic than anything else. Um, so I can take that anyway, so yeah.
1: You could, yeah, exactly. You can have that anytime,
0: yeah. Oh, that's
1: a good one.
0: I missed out on that one now. How didn't I spot that? Alan Rickman's character gets a bowl of like beans oh, yeah. and spiders, and it's like from your home planet. He goes, Great, just like my grandmother used to make. <laughs> what was yours? what did you pick? Um,
1: I picked. I picked the appearance generator.
0: The Oh, when, he, when he's the octopus or his squid yeah, sort they, of thing? So they use,
1: they... the Thermians use it to make themselves look more like humans to the humans. Human so they're not freaked out. And I was like, that's a great idea because I could hide in public. Like if I didn't want anyone to come near me or sit next to me on the train, I could like project an image of someone really, really gross. But my favorite one is I could be a vulnerable old lady and lure in my enemies and then take them out. That's what I really use it for.
0: <laughs> to be a spy, yeah. To spy, to be to be a assassin. No,
1: I don't want to be a spy. I want to do it for my own benefit, not anyone else's. Uh, no.
0: <laughs> crazy not the talk. State.
1: Sorry, <laughs> not looking out for humanity here.
0: <laughs> just myself. Yep. <laughs> Bitch.
1: <laughs> Biatch. Right. So that was our. They were our questions. Um. So now we just have kind of final comments. Did you, I I had one of my final comments was them watching the rock monster kill all the aliens on the screen. But, you know, (laughs) we brought that up. So Uh, was there anything, did you have any final comments? Yeah, I have a few. Yeah, go for it. I've got one big one that I'm going to save for the end.
0: Big one too. I'll wait for yours because mine might be the same. same. (gasps) All right. Okay. One, One comment is that there's major airlock drama. So that's one comment. The other comment is there is a f- the fly reference in this movie. <gasps> Did you pick up on it? No. When they're te- when they when they're trying to teleport, they're trying to teleport. They're testing the teleporter, and the thing that they teleport comes back like inside out. Uh, Did you? No, I didn't. That so this is when they're trying to figure out they're going to teleport the guy back so I think that's Tony Shaloub's job is like the guy that teleports he's stuck uh, the home improvement guy is stuck and they're going to teleport him and they teleport something first to test it and it and right. it comes inside out and it's a definite the fly reference so oh. go the fly and <laughs> my final comment I have a big one it might be yours Sigourney Weaver <laughs> Just repeating the computer because that is her entire. Oh job. my god! Do you know actually there's so many that it's. it's so <laughs> I love it so much. I have I written. I don't know if I've written down like any particular moments, but, but I like that. Um, by the end of the movie, she's like really started to own the job, of repeating the computer. <laughs> That's her whole. There's her-
1: that one thing, isn't it? Where I can't. Like is there a line? I can't remember the exact line but there's some sort of line where it's like this is
0: my only job yes, let exactly. me do it. <laughs> that was in like a sort of like a, a, a conference room type, type thing and she was sitting at the end and just, just her her boobs like her whole thing it's so funny. Oh it's fantastic. It's, funny.
1: it's one of those movies that just makes me like with Sigourney Weaver where you just kind of go like she's just like she's a sci-fi queen
0: mm-hmm.
1: but she's a sci-fi she can be funny and serious you know she's she crosses it yeah she's not just in
0: one kind of realm of sci-fi she's just oh she's my just God. so good at it i love her yeah that was my final comment and now you have a major comment <gasps> i have a big final comment for you which i'm very excited about because i didn't know that this existed
1: but okay i found it on youtube and i'm going to link to it there is a mockumentary on youtube That is 22 minutes long, and it is the cast of the TV show Galaxy Quest doing a documentary about the rise and fall of the TV show for the 20th anniversary special just before they make a movie. Really? Yeah. Major. It's incredible. It's entirely done in the same way as any of those types of things would be done, but it's all of them being their characters. Oh
0: my god, how fun. As
1: actors, like their actor characters, you know? Sitting there and talking about like so it's Sigourney Weaver talking about her role as Gwen and and how she got cast <laughs> and and then there's all the like little tidbits and the stuff about like the backstage infighting and, and did something ever happen between them and all about like um Alan Rickman's character who's I Uh, i should have kept the cast alexander dane alexander dane's like time you know it's all about him being cast and why he decided to take the role because he was trying to break hollywood (laughs) after being in all these that he had brought like he brought hamlet or something to um to america and then ended up in galaxy quest and oh my god it's so fun very very fun i think they did it like as a promo thing maybe before the movie came out or something but it's Oh, it's like literally it's 22 minutes long I'll put the link in the show notes yeah. but it's just so much fun to watch it just it's Brilliant. just like a little extension of the whole thing really it's great it's so funny <laughs> so yeah so that was my big final comment yay, yay.
0: great All movie. right. well
1: then um, that's it for this week Questarians. in the uh, with the main episode next week uh, which we will know what that is when when we get there <laughs> We've said a few times we record these things in advance, so sometimes we're recording before we've done the main episodes <laughs> yeah. yet. So, yeah, we'll tell you when we do it. Um, so the next installment of Ak Ak It's an Alien will be in two weeks' time with Men in Black. Ew. So by Grabthar's Hammer, come and join us. <laughs> Bye. Okay, it's first confirmed. third. Whatever it is, an it ain't local. An it ain't local.
0: It ain't local. It ain't local. It ain't local. local.